Well, listeners, it is good to be with you this Friday. Uh, we do have a number of um, items that we're going to be doing uh, soon. We're going to be chatting to a good friend of mine, Andrew. We're going to be talking about forgiveness. It was an issue that was raised uh, last week. I have no doubt that uh, Andrew's going to be standing by soon. I think they're just uh, rebooting the Zoom call um, and, uh, and getting him online. So until then, let me tell you how you can engage with us at uh, Table Talk with Mark this Friday, how you can get in on the conversation. You can join the conversation by dialing into the studio. Vussy is standing by to take your call, uh, keenly and attentively waiting for you to phone the following number and ask your Bible Q&A question or question regarding uh, the topics that we've been speaking to up until now. The telephone number is, write this down now, 012-883-883. 2029. Alternatively, you can engage with us via WhatsApp. I love getting WhatsApp uh, questions, uh, sometimes really well thought out questions. I'm thinking of Teresa who sends in his triplet of questions uh, each Friday um, and others that uh, send in WhatsApp voice notes. The WhatsApp number is 082-657-2729. If you are on Facebook right now um can i encourage you to both like the stream and share the stream so that we can get uh, this information out as broadly as possible both the for sake uh, call as well as the bible q a which is going to be going out soon uh, your shares really do matter i shared the 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 stream to um both central baptist church as well as to pastor mark penrith and i see that uh, glenn wilkin has shared the stream as well six minutes ago as we were chatting to 4SA so Glenn I I do want to say thank you for that I really appreciate that engagement and I want to say thank you to those who have liked the stream on Facebook so far this morning that includes uh, Alwyn, uh, Susan. Uh, Susan, it's your question from last week regarding forgiveness that we're engaging with uh, as far as the next question is concerned. Uh, coming up shortly, Natasha, Niels, uh, each and every one of you, thank you so much for liking the feed on Facebook. Every like, every share, and even every comment uh, makes a difference Uh, let me turn to some of the comments that we've received in uh, so far since we started the show this morning Natasha says good day all enjoy your weekend and be blessed Uh, thank you so much for that Natasha Uh, and I do trust that the weekend is a joy for you too Uh, Susan says uh, I'm Sue from uh, PMB that must be Peter Maritzburg hey right now I don't have a church but Radio Pulpit is currently where I'm having church Susan it's good to be with you I have no doubt that we can engage on the conversation of how to find a good church and why to find a good church a little bit later in the program but for now we are going to cross to my friend Andrew and uh, chat about a question that came in last week. The question was related to forgiveness. It was related to Christ's words that we're to give, forgive uh, 70 times 7. And uh, even as I was thinking through that this week, I, I, I have a friend that I pretty much speak to um, almost every day. I, I, In fact, I imagine we probably talk more than once a day. Um, he's a pastor. I'm a pastor. We talk about church things. We talk about contemporary issues in the world. We talk about who's saying what in the um, in the the sphere out there, um, and we engage quite often. He is the lead pastor of God First. Uh, that's on the East Rand. Uh, we are held from before Pretoria, 
Um, Dr. Andrew Butterworth is a trained medical doctor. He is a graduate from the University of St. Andrew, Scotland, as well as the University of Manchester. I know, Andrew, you studied both medicine as well as public health, if I remember correctly. Uh, He's an author of a number of books, which makes me insanely jealous. Um, I, I stand corrected, but is it your dad that's on book number four or you that's on book number four, Andrew? I, I know you are both an authoring family. Um, uh, how, how many books have you have you produced? So my dad, my dad has done it six or seven now. So okay. I've, um, I published one with Whitaker House in the States, um, and then the uh, others have just been little self-publications of books. Okay. So yeah, but still I still plenty of time to catch up. Mark. Yeah, little little self-publications of books. I'm I'm still behind you, so I've still got a bit of catching up to do. But um, I, I was recently reading a um a self-publication, a, a smaller kind of like a large track format, I guess um uh, it might be. Um, and uh, I, I was reading through it. It's uh, it's something that you've written that's pre-publication, and uh, I was uh, checking it out. Um, really enjoyed the reading of it, and it just so happened that it was on the subject of forgiveness um, I had an outstanding question from last week on the topic of forgiveness and so I thought that um, I would get you in this morning and maybe we can just kind of open the open the account briefly talking about forgiveness talking about why there's a need for forgiveness and, and where, where people can even get started in terms of that process Sure, no, that would be great Mark Look, um I think a, a key verse, there's, there's lots of actually verses that are key. There's, there's Jesus' parable of the unmerciful servant, which I think we'll go to later, which is huge. But um, the, the verse in Hebrews chapter 12, which is, is really quite significant because it talks about, um, see that you don't miss the grace of God. And straight after that, the, you know, your, your, your ears are pricked. I don't want to miss the grace of God. And it talks about don't let a bitter root uh, grow up or develop. And because it will defile many, and I've seen bitterness defile many. Unfortunately, people who've allowed bitterness to get in, it just it that affects lots of people around them. Really, and the the job of a Christian is to to forgive. We don't always reconcile with people. I mean, it's sometimes inappropriate to reconcile, but our our duty is to forgive from the heart. And uh, Jesus makes this very clear. Even in the Lord's Prayer, He talks about um, forgive uh, uh, your sorry, refers to forgiving as we are forgiven and and experiencing forgiveness it, it, the expectation is that we have forgiven um, so it's, it says forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us in, in the Anglican version of the, the Lord's Prayer that I've prayed regularly growing up in, in the UK so it's it's a huge topic um, Jesus devotes a whole parable to, to it but it, it's something as Christians we, we tend not to be quite not so good at, but it's a gospel issue because actually our forgiveness is what we receive from Jesus and it's something we're expected to pass on as well to others. So it's a gospel issue that makes it motivational for those that are in Christ. They they are motivated out of what they've received. Um, I get that. Um, it is a Christian duty. Uh, you spoke about it's something that Christians do. Um, uh, what are the what are kind of like some of the of the ramifications of of harboring unforgiveness in your heart? Um, what happens even when a Christian um, harbors unforgiveness in their heart? Well, I, 
I mean, it's, if you look at the parable Jesus talks about, so so that that question you had last week about, you know, why did um, Jesus say to to Peter, you should forgive seventy times seven, and there's a reference then to, to to Lamech in the Old Testament in Genesis. He was um, making a hyperbolic statement, and Jesus seems to echo the hyperbolic statement that Lamech made about revenge and reverse it to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating here is that Peter thought he was being really sort of generous by saying, "Should I forgive my brother seven times?" And Jesus says, "No, seventy times seven. And I think that if you read the commentaries, they say that the the Pharisees at the time saying forgiving someone three times was what you need to do, and then fourth time you. Fourth strike and you're out. So Jesus, so Peter was trying to say to Jesus, "Look, I'm being generous here by doubling it and adding one." And Jesus says, "No, times it by seventy, and then you'll get closer to where it should be." Yes. And then he tells his parable. So he leads in to explain what he's just said by telling the parable of the unmerciful servant. And what's very sad about this is that you have someone let off a huge debt who's not merciful himself. Yes. And obviously, here is in thought is the gospel. Jesus lets us off a huge debt of sin. And the expectation is if you understand that, if you get that, then of course you'll forgive others around you. And right at the end of the parable, um, it's really sad because Jesus says, if you don't do this, you this is what your Father in Heaven will do to you. So suddenly you have to look, well, what is the Father in Heaven going to do to us? And in the parable, the person gets put in prison. And I find that people who don't forgive, you ask what is, they're in their own little prison. Whether God's put them there or not, I don't know the, the details of it. But they're, they're not as free as they should be. Jesus came to set the prisoners free. And by failing to forgive people, you get bitter, you get grumpy, you get angry with the person. They're not even around anymore. You know, it could be 30 years later and you're still bitter towards this person. Maybe they've died. And, you're, and they're still having an effect on you and you're in this little prison of, of bitterness and it's not what Jesus has for you, he doesn't want that for you he wants you to forgive because forgiveness gets you free from the pain and the hurt and, um, and, and it's a response to the gospel if you truly understand you've been let off an unfathomable sin a debt of sin that can never be repaid um, then your duty is to, to follow Jesus' example and forgive those who don't deserve to be forgiven. Andrew, I mean, maybe you can just key us into a couple of practical places to start. Uh, I think that might be quite helpful for those who are listening. And, and I'm and I am reminded that it's not just me talking to you right now. That we've got people that are listening into the conversation. So I have no doubt that they would be at least interested in in, in, in some pointers in where to begin with this process. Even as I even as I say that though, um, I, I'm wondering if maybe anyone listening in has a question uh, on the topic of forgiveness. While we have Andrew on the line and. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I assume uh, Andrew, you've also got to go and uh, and get to the busy work of pastoring. So he's not going to be on the line for long, folk. Can I encourage you if you've got a, like a burning question on the topic of forgiveness? Now would be a great time to pop a comment onto the live stream on Facebook. Now would be a great time to send in a WhatsApp voice note or a WhatsApp 
query, a message, uh, now would even be a great time to phone into the studio line. Um, and uh, uh, I am encouraged by those who are listening into our conversation. I, I've noticed that uh, a number of people have shared uh, this conversation, including Ray and John uh, and others. And so um, folk are clearly interested in this topic of forgiveness, uh, Andrew. Um, forgiveness forgiveness isn't easy to do else people would just do it out of hand it wouldn't be an issue Uh, it's something that we have to talk about right and it's something that pastorally we have to guide people through sometimes they they need some pointers in terms of in terms of uh, exhortation um or um example um or encouragement uh where, where would you start where would you go to in terms of exhortation encouragement or examples of forgiveness and forgiving so it's important to understand that Jesus makes it a gospel issue through the parable. Yes. Therefore, it's hugely important. It's not an option, it's a command of Jesus that we need to forgive. And we need to forgive from our hearts. It says that in the parable, that specifically from our heart level. And I find the heart is a very helpful uh, language to use biblically. I mean, the, it, you know, it's not referring to the physical heart, but it's referring to the seat of our being. It's, used, it's a metaphor used throughout Scripture. And what I find is is that our feelings seem to tell us what's going on in our heart. And so the way to know you need to forgive someone is if you've got negative feelings towards them. So if you think of a person and immediately you get frustrated or angry or, you know, from out of nowhere, then it's likely something's going on in your heart. The only way to deal with that is you need to forgive from the level of the heart. And true forgiveness at the heart level leads to feelings to change. And I've, I've met people who said, no, but I'm, I'm, I've tried, I've forgiven, and my feelings haven't changed. My, my answer is you just need to keep going a bit lower from, from the head right down to the heart. Keep forgiving until you get to the level of the heart because your feelings will change. Mm. That's been my experience pastorally. I've helped people through yeah. it. And it's a spiritual battle because the enemy doesn't want us to be uh, forgiven and free. He wants us to be caught up in bitterness um, and in a prison. And, mm. um, and, and so it is a spiritual battle. Uh, no one wants to forgive. No one feels like forgiving. One of the mistakes people say is, oh, when I feel like it, I'll forgive. No one ever feels like forgiving. It costs you personally to, to, to take, take the process to hand and say, I'm going to choose to forgive this person for what they've done. You have to remember what they've done and you have to, you, in, in a prayer, you're saying to God, I'm choosing to release them. Uh, from this and just like Jesus did on the cross he said Father forgive them they don't know what they're doing and Jesus was forgiving people that never repented and hadn't known how they'd hurt him in, in that an, an incredible moment when you would have thought Jesus was most absorbed in himself with the pain and just going through something so horrendous he, he speaks empathetically and thinks of others ahead of himself it's an incredible example that Jesus gives us to be empathetic to think of others even if they've hurt us you know the the bible's call for us to forgive and the bible's um content in terms of just how thorough it is on the topic of forgiveness is so comprehensive i mean even even this morning in a very brief time we've spoken about a parable a story of forgiveness we've looked at an example Christ on the cross regarding forgiveness we've spoken about a theology of forgiveness in terms of soteriology the doctrine of salvation um, and we've discussed a command to forgive um, that, that this isn't an option uh, this is a command we, we are under compulsion we have received an imperative order from our king 
uh, to forgive. Um, and so this topic of forgiveness is something that we must dwell on deeply, even though it is uncomfortable and even though it can be incredibly awkward. Um, uh, this isn't easy to work through if you're really dealing with some topics of, 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 of unforgiveness, especially when, when, a, when a terrible crime has been committed against you. Um, th- this is something that, that it might be wise to reach out, not might be wise, it would be wise to reach out even to a pastor um, uh, who can help guide you through this process. Um, uh, yeah, any kind of any kinds of thoughts just in terms of the compre- comprehensive nature of forgiveness in the Bible and how much it talks about it, uh, Andrew. And yeah, and, and also in terms of in terms of where to start and possibly um, uh, reaching out to a pastor or, or somebody who can give you some biblical counsel. So I'm I realize I'm talking about a vast range of experiences. So we have some hugely deeply troubling. Um, deep inhumanity that people have experienced and that takes a while to forgive I'm not being glib about this I'm not saying it's easy I'm just saying that it's a requirement of the believer to forgive I'm not saying it's easy at all and and those you know very traumatic cases often will take uh, assistance help they will need prayer support because it's not easy to forgive it, it feels unfair to the human mind it's like why do I have to forgive when this person has hurt me why do I have to go through this process? But actually, if you can do it, you get a lot of freedom. And I've seen people with most terrible experiences forgive their perpetrator or abuser, and they receive freedom. They, they, they feel lighter, they remark. They feel a weight lifted off them. They, they, they no longer have these negative feelings that are bottled up inside of them. And so that may require some help. But that's right right across to the most trivial sort of offences, if it causes you to have, think negatively about the person, then you need to forgive that person, even if it, you think the event is trivial, it happened years ago. Um, I'll give you a trivial example. Um, I, was ask, I was asking God, I said, oh, I want my heart to be clean, I don't want to have any bitterness towards anyone, and I was just praying about it, asking the Holy Spirit to show me, and a, a classmate from middle school came to mind, and as soon as I thought of him, I just had some negative feelings and I thought, well, what do you do to me? And then I remembered that I had this pen in class and he, he had the same exact same pen. This is when I was like 12, 14 or something like that. And he, he broke his pen and then he switched them around. Because he was, a, he was stronger than me, I couldn't get it back off him. And I resented him for it for years to come. You know, it's such a trivial thing. I'd forgotten about it completely. but. Because every time I thought of the guy, negative feelings came to mind. So I just said to God, I don't want to hold unforgiveness. And it seemed so trivial, but I just said, I forgive him for doing that. And then after I went through the process of just forgiving, and today I can think of the guy, and there's no ill feeling at all. And it's completely trivial matter. And we need to do that for trivial things right through to the most incredibly serious, horrific situations. And, and sometimes you can do the simple stuff by yourself. Sometimes you need help with others to do the hard stuff. But all of us need to do it, regardless of the gravity and the intensity, because all of us are commanded to forgive. And as Christians, we should be the best forgivers in the world. And I want to just give a little sure. clarification. I'm not saying you must reconcile with someone. I'm not saying you must be a, a doormat and just forgive and then get abused again. Um, there's a whole different element to this around how you engage with people and how you reconcile 
all we're talking about now is your duty before God. Not we're not talking about how you engage with other people hurt you. We're just saying you, before God, your duty is to forgive people, and then reconciliation is a whole different matter. Well, folk, um, and I do want to say thanks, Andrew, for uh, for just chatting about the the question that came up last week um, out of Matthew's Gospel, chapter eighteen, verse twenty-one, when Peter comes up and says to him, Lord. How often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. And this uh, conversation around forgiveness, I think, is a conversation which cuts close to the bone. For many people, it's a a conversation which we really do need to um, have with one another in the context of discipleship relationships and in the context of growing in Christ and growing in obedience and growing toward Christ-likeness, the topic of forgiveness that God might be glorified in our lives. Any closing thoughts, Andrew, before I let you go and we head towards a song break at the top of the hour? So I just want to encourage people, um, really take this seriously. It's an important part of sanctification process. Being people who forgive quickly and easy, easily, it gets easier the more you do it, the more frequently you do it, it becomes a spiritual practice. The more you do it, the freer you'll become, and it'll improve your relationship to God. Because when we refuse to forgive and we get bitter, it almost clouds us away from connecting to God. It just seems we're in disobedience, and so we need to repent and get back to um, doing what Jesus tells us to do, and that'll improve our relationship with Jesus as well. So there's many reasons why to forgive. Please take it seriously and do it and get rid of bitter thoughts. Um, A couple of questions have come in as we've been talking, um, um, uh, Andrew. I I wonder if maybe we can just uh, um, engage in just one of them. Um, Someone says, good morning. No one is without sin. As soon as we confess our sins and repent, sinful thoughts and actions begin to creep back into our minds. And therefore we must protect ourselves with the full armor of God in Ephesians chapter 6 and plead the blood of Christ. Um, And uh, thank God he provides forgiveness by his mercy when we repent. And we're to rely on him moment by moment for his protection. I guess that that really goes back to this whole conversation in terms of what motivates um, our forgiveness and that our forgiveness is motivated out of this reality that we are forgiven um, that we have sinned against God and yet we have experienced the immense grace of forgiveness that comes from him uh, and therefore our forgiveness flows out of the fact that we are forgiven and in many ways uh, it is part I guess of the image of God stamped on us that we have this this ability to forgive uh, led by the Holy Spirit in the first place I think so yeah it's um well, it's hugely important well brother thank you very much I'm, I'm looking forward to your your the next draft of your uh, of your conversation on this topic and uh, even as you were putting it together one of the most interesting parts of it is just how direct and how instructive you were in terms of um, a process to go through um, as you look for forgiving and maybe that's something that you and I can talk about um, again uh, in a few weeks time as you come closer to uh, to to your own conclusions uh, in terms of the writing so sure, absolutely mark have a great uh, morning and uh, hope everyone enjoys the show
Thanks for having me, Andrew. Before you before you you uh, head off, um, we can if people are interested in in the topic and they're interested in what you have to say on the topic, um, we might you point people to hear a little bit more, um, either as a kind of a sermon that you've preached or or something that you've written on this topic. Where could they go and find uh, either future uh, articles that you drop or sermons that you write? Um. I'm, I'm not sure I've spoken specifically on this topic recently, but all all the messages of my church are on our church website. That's g1eastrand.co.za. Um, and then when I publish this uh, this booklet, I'll uh, I'll let you know, and you can then uh, it'll probably be on Amazon, like everyone else's, <laughs> and <laughs> okay, you can cool. access it there. Yeah. Great stuff. Thanks, Mark. Andrew, thanks for your time. Appreciate it, brother. God bless you uh, for the rest of your week.